Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 17, Joel's Love. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week's message is the second from my friend Joel. Joel's first message was Episode 3, so you might want to go back and listen to that episode again. The message for this week is from sometime in the fall of 1988, and it is one of the longer messages at approximately two and a half minutes. So let's listen. Hey, it's Joel, man. And uh, Lori says hi to your machine. And uh, hello to Albert. Best wishes and hello to your mother. I've always remembered that people are people. And uh, I love your mom for telling me that and making that clear. And um, you know, Paul, I wrote you a letter. And I think I lost it before I mailed it, but I might have like got in the mailbox, or maybe someone will find it and put it in the mailbox. But uh, I might have lost it, so you know we'll find out. And uh, so I just come say I love you, and I'll get back to you when I can talk to you sometime. Um, you know, you're, I think your tape will talk as long as I will. So. Um, what do I got to say? I think I'm coming out around Thanksgiving, and I'd like to see you. So, you know, remember that. And also, I'd like to know, I'll tell you what I'd like to know. I'd like to know what music is happening around Thanksgiving, and I want Leo's address so I can write to him. And I'd like, I lost Chris Pearson's address. So, you know, I'd like to add stuff. Financial aid. Um, well, I don't know much about that and but you know what I was thinking was maybe what you gotta say is uh, if it's not too late I mean like tell them that uh, if you if you don't get an, a loan or something that you'll still go no matter what but that you'll have to like wait out a year or two and work and take out loans so then they'll think that you're still dedicated but they'll like maybe think if they want you you know, maybe they should give you a loan or else you might, like, get lost in the working world, you know. That's all about pretty much what I said in my letter, and that letter might be lost. So anyway, man, this thing is a small morning. I wonder how long your tape is. Is it a half hour? Uh, is it 45 minutes aside? You know, I just don't know. But what I'm telling you, um, I think I told you I love you. This is probably the third time. And that's, I guess, enough for anybody. I don't want to overinflate your ego. So, uh, you know, hey, see ya. The first thing that hits me is the mad sax playing in the background. If you listen back to Joel's first message, there was some hard playing sax in the background then as well. As for the message itself, he first tells me that Lori says hi to your machine. I guess Lori was his roommate at the time. Next, he says hello to Albert. Albert was a former lab rat who was my first apartment pet. I named him after Albert Eiler. I'm not sure why he mentions him here. I might have said something about him in my outgoing message. Likewise, I am not sure why he greets my mom here. Perhaps she was visiting me at the time. 
I don't know if Joel actually ever met my mom, but he says he loves my mom for telling him people are people. I think I gave him that quote as a summary of her philosophy. The point being that everyone has flaws and we should never look down on others. All are equally deserving of grace. Perhaps mom's pastor kid's sensibilities are revealed here. Next, Joel mentions that he lost a letter he had intended to send me, but he is mainly just calling to tell me he loves me. At this point, I think he intends to hang up, but then the message takes a turn as he amusingly comments that my tape will talk as long as he will. After this realization, he continues by announcing that he will be visiting Chicago around Thanksgiving and wants to know what music is happening. Related to this, he asks for Leo's address and Chris Pearson's address. Leo was Leo Krumpholtz, who led South End Music Works, which I will discuss more in a later episode. Chris Pearson had his first message in episode 13, Harry Song. So check that episode out if you haven't already. Today, in the context of email, it is funny to think that Joel was planning on writing Leo and Chris letters, just like he wrote me a letter. The disappearance of handwritten letters deserves an episode in itself, or probably its own podcast, but that will have to wait for now. Getting back to Joel's message, he then begins to talk about financial aid. I was in the process of applying to graduate school and had asked him what I should do if a school did not offer me any financial aid. My plans for graduate school changed over time, as is common for recent college grads. At one point, I considered studying anthropology at the University of Illinois at Chicago. I then looked into the Comparative Studies in Discourse and Society program at the University of Minnesota and the History of Consciousness program at UC Santa Cruz. I don't remember if I actually applied to any of these programs, but I eventually got into the Master of Arts program in the Social Sciences at UChicago and started there in fall of 1989. After discussing financial aid, Joel continues to speculate on the length of my answering machine tape, wondering if he could talk for a half hour or even 45 minutes. I believe the tapes that came with the machine were 30 minutes, but since they just used regular cassettes, at times I might have used 45-minute tapes as well. Joel's message concludes with this fantastic moment where he tells me once again that he loves me, which he thinks is the third time and is enough for anybody since he does not want to overinflate my ego. It is actually only the second time, but he did say he loved my mom, so he was certainly full of love in this message. I find it truly beautiful. Well, that's it for this week. If you would like to participate in this podcast or have comments, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Thanks for listening.
talk to you next week.